0: across the nation, and it's a set, the gun, the bait, the fraud, the measure with me, come on, come on, come on, let's get it out. Move to the music, baby, the music, move it to the music, yeah, yeah, move to the music, baby, music.
1: What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curve Balls and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma sitting in. Electronically, more than six feet away from me is my lovely Lynn steam coast, Dominic and Dominic, we're back on Fridays. We thought maybe we were going to maybe do something today, maybe throw off our schedule, do it again on Saturday. Because, you know, maybe we had planned because maybe we were going to celebrate something or, you know, just do something. Because we're just lo- we're best friends in the whole wide world, not just business partners and podcasting co-hosts. But no, we're just you know, sitting at home, doing nothing, eating.
0: I mean, like there's like nothing special going on today or tomorrow. So like, why the fuck would we go out? Exactly. There's absolutely nothing Nothing. happening within the proximity of today.
1: So that being said, Dominic, how are you doing today?
0: Well, Brandon, had a great day at work, played some games, watched some TV, uh, ate some Chinese food and uh, might need to take a shit during the podcast. Uh, How are you? Well, I'm
1: doing just fine. Went to work, didn't get to play some games. Ate some sushi. Don't really have to take a shit. So we're almost on the same level. We're, you know, it's just like real life. We're similar, yet different.
0: Damn, I might need I might just take a shit now just because you're just spewing out all this bullshit and I got time to kill. Well,
1: on that note, great, great opening to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We uh, do, we have. We have. We have quite a few stuff to talk about more wrestling stuff, really more than anything, but we uh, have some baseball news to cover. We're not going to go over the MLB standings. Really. There's no real change, even though I think Mr. X's Reds did move up a little bit in the NL central. So uh, congrats on that. We'll reconvene next week. This is a Reds weekend. So go Reds. Uh, The all-star game, the all-star weekend or not even a weekend, a week took place. It kicked off with the home run Derby.
0: Brandon, Brandon.
1: Oh, excuse me.
0: What? Um, Mr. Brandon, can I go poop?
1: Yes, Dominic. You can, <laughs> you can go poop, even Yay! though we did the podcast. We were doing our pre-production meeting. Dominic I didn't telling...
0: fucking feel it. Now I got to poop. Give me a fucking like two minutes. goddamn. Okay. It's not going to be two minutes. Well, okay. We're give doing... me like five. Jesus.
1: Okay. We're having flashbacks to. Or uh, in person podcast. Yes. yes. We, we had a pre. Uh, Dominic, are you going to take a shit or not? What the well, fuck? Oh, Okay,
0: I didn't know you're fucking stalling. Goddamn.
1: <laughs> Anyways, now that Dominic has left. Uh, yeah. So we had the pre production meeting. Dominic was telling me that at the Chinese food, don't know what, what kind of Chinese food, where it was from. And he was complaining that his stomach might have been a little grumbly, may have tried to take a poop earlier. And he was telling me, you no, know, he's going to try to power through it, even though I did know this was probably going to happen. Because if Dominic tells you he has some sort of code brown level going on that more often than not, it's going to come out. It was just a matter of when and where. And I thought maybe we could at least get through like a segment or two. But no, within two minutes, it uh, it happened. So. Uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Luckily, we're on Zoom, so it does—it's a little easier. Just hit the little pause button, and then when Dominic reconvenes, we'll hit the play button, and we will get into the All Star festivities.
0: Oh God, here it comes! Oh, hot, 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 hot,
1: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, Dominic. Uh, we normally, when we take these poop breaks, we use the South Park uh, pooping sound effect.
0: Which, wait, wait uh, When you mean we, we mean you, because you're I the mean, one that does I mean, it.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. But famously, Randy Marsh went to go take a poop. And uh, the reason he did was because he ate a bunch of P.F. Chang's, a.k.a. some Chinese food. So, Dominic, did you take the largest dump in history? Or are you on your way to doing that? Are you training?
0: Uh, well, Brandon, I don't want to lie to you, but, uh, training. Yes. But did I know? Okay.
1: Should there be a warning? Should there be a warning for anyone who might be eating while listening to this podcast?
0: No, this was not a, uh, uh, certain bowl of food event. If you know, if you know, you know what I'm getting at. Oatmeal? No. You're gonna name all foods in bowls? Soup? close cereal no w- way colder way colder i do know like like you're cold like ice you're cream. far away no definitely not ice cream hmm. it's up. a it's a warm dish with uh some pho. spice, some meat some bean pho. no no and never had fun anyway so damn dominic you you slip and it's good stuff your good stuff.
1: I know. Uh, some good stuff was the home run derby took no, place wasn't. on. Oh, we got some hot takes going. We got on Monday the uh, home run derby did take place. If feel will be technical, I would say I won because Dominic picked Trey Mancini to win or at least make it to the finals, but he didn't actually pick Pete Alonzo to win in the first round. And I did. And then Pete Alonzo ended up winning all the way. So I think on aggregate, I think that means I won the predictions.
0: I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll, I'll concede and give it to you. I'm not going to argue with you. It, you. You won. We're just not going to talk about that. That was the only first round pick that I got. Right. But who cares? I'm going to take it anyways. Yeah. I mean, not like, you know, I'm not going to name him, but somebody who was expected to fucking be dropping dick and, you know, had a baby dick come out of the first round.
1: Okay. Now you might, you're probably talking about my boy, Joey Gallo. now Gallo. Yes, he did get off to a very slow start, but he did pick it up at the end. It did make sense when the announcers were talking about it, that he has kind of a very upswinging swing, which was also kind of the issue with medals and that it created a lot of pop flies. And with the left-handed bats, it's much deeper in right field than left field. So, you know, you really got to get some oomph, into it, but uh, yeah, Joey Gallo. Uh, I mean, no one really like shit the bed. Yes, maybe Gallo was a little bit disappointing, but everyone put up respectable numbers. The first round was I thought it was a whole lot of fun. Now the ending not well, the ending of the first round, I thought was fantastic. Juan Soto taking on Shohei Otani, a tough first round matchup for Shohei because Juan Soto, he was injured out with COVID for most of the season. That's why his home run, his home run numbers were down a tad bit, which made him the eighth ranked person, but I thought I had high expectations going into it. It lived up to the hype. Obviously, probably a lot of people wanted Shohei to go all the way to the end, both of us included. But for what it was, I thought overall the Home Run Derby was a lot of fun.
0: I, I mean, I agree. I definitely, uh, you know, that first round, I think, was probably by far the best just because you had Olsen and was it uh, Story, right? I don't remember the exact. I just, I just remember. Ray Mancini. The, Trey Mancini, you know, at 25 to 24, close. The next one, close. Um, you know, I'm not even going to go over Pete Alonso because fucking he just, you know, ripped his, you know, whipped his dick out and shoved it down the other guy's throat. And then, respectfully, hey, Salvador Perez had the second most home runs in the entire first
1: round, yet he lost because it was head-to-head matchups, which I do have some qualms with the actual formatting of it. Because like when it when they do like the timed, it like by the time I can like comprehend and like see where one ball landed, they've already hit like two more balls, and the TV's already like going to another thing, and it's like very fast paced yeah. and kind of jumping all over
0: the place. And that that's a big negative for me was because like and I remember there's multiple times the announcers like oh, 26, and then it'll be like at twenty step. Oh excuse me, I pulled the trap door. I'm sorry. I apologize to Mr. Coming X because coming out both like, ends, pretty much um i think what, I was, it, my what was it
1: what was the chinese food you had today dominic i didn't frown and ask any questions but what was it
0: peking garden in san lorenzo california right next to flavor of india in san lorenzo california both very good restaurants
1: oh is that the place over by round table
0: uh, yeah
1: mm, okay never been there never been there can we get a it's, food review
0: it's uh you know if you're from san lorenzo which i know there's maybe like out of like the 10 I'm, I'm probably a little too high. Out of let's the five be honest; people, like probably
1: ninety percent
0: of it is from San Lorenzo, and the other one person is Mister X. Yes. So, Mister X, if you, if you ever travel to San Lorenzo, which I know you haven't, but maybe you should stop by sometime. Stay at Brandon's house for a little bit. Um, there was a place called Chef Huang. That was the place to go. They have since closed, and we've been trying to find our next place. We've tried the place. Uh, was it Hunan Hunan restaurant? Is that what it's called? Next to Wendy's, which that place isn't that bad. I've had it once. It's it's not
1: bad. What's um, wrong with Asian Delight? It's like you're stereotypical. You walk in and they just
0: throw shit down on a on a whatever styrofoam container. It no, it's good, but um, we we've been just trying to find like a like a high class. You're not gonna find no, a high class establishment in something. Not right high side, class, like. not high class, but like, um, the reason my mom doesn't really care going to Asian Delight is because she says every time she goes there, they're kind of rude to her. So she's like, I, I want to the this best place.
1: part. If the people there are a bunch of assholes, you know the food's probably going to be good.
0: Yeah, true. But uh, so we tried this a couple, like maybe a month or two ago. Your mom would we never like last it. in New York. Oh no, she wouldn't. Well, first of all, she's like me, I have anxiety. So as soon as you get into a crowded place, you start to freak out a little bit. But um, uh, yeah, so we tried this place a couple, like a month or two ago. It was really good. Tried it again today. Fucking even better than last time. But you know, usually good food comes with a little bit of consequence, and uh, you know, it uh, consequences are coming. Put it that way. But I also did do a last dab today at work. I'm such a cool kid. And yeah, you're such a cool kid doing a last dab. Yeah, man. I it was so spicy, but I fucking ate it all. I'm a you good. Know, if
1: we're doing recommendations, I know you said you never had pho before but there's Every. a nice uh, asian place across from the uh, from porky's in that kind of little shopping area went there with my mm-hmm. uncle one time it's quite tasty so you know I don't, I don't know it might be a little more out of the way but you know just if you're looking for some place i'd recommend you know the
0: studio it. audience she doesn't really care for uh ethnic food
1: so what you want is white chinese food then go to panda express
0: Ugh, fuck that
1: place uh so anything else from the home run derby we we're kind of talking about like the aesthetic the formatting
0: no, I mean of it. I, I think basically like like you already touched upon the the camera angle like I know it's hard to kind of watch each ball go out but it's I better mean,
1: because it speeds it up because when it was the 10 the 10 outs, 10 before, outs yeah that thing would go on for like 20 minutes around which obviously that's going to take forever but you can uh, you know, appreciate it. you can look at every single home run you can pimp it you can have a lot of fun with it I don't know if you want to shrink it down. I mean, they're probably not going to do this, like, you know, shrink it down to four people or six people or something, and then go back to that type of format. But I mean, I I think it's just kind of hard because of the way it's structured, because it's so rapid fire. And if you're not there in the audience to like see every ball land and see where it is, and, and you want to have, you know, one camera on the ball, which takes up half the screen and one camera on the
0: actual person swinging, you know, it's kind of really hard to get the big old grand scope of things. I mean, I think this day and age, you can you can plan out to where you can have cameras constantly on in the outfield, like all over the place. And you can just see each ball go out and you can always like, you know, show highlights. I don't know, something like that. But yeah, I think that was my major takeaway. Um, I think all the players did fine. Some did great and one won it all. And, you know, he said something at the end that he's the best power hitter in baseball. I'm I'm, going to say I don't agree with that, but you know, to each his own opinion.
1: I probably would not agree with that opinion, but he just won the home run derby for the second year. He's feeling himself a little bit. Pete Alonzo, bigby Pete out here, winning more money via home run derby than he is making from the New York Metropolitans, but he gives away to charity because he's a good brother. But, uh, what else was i going to say i for i forget exactly oh uh, i mean pete Alonso, he actually like enjoys doing the home derby he is having fun he's you know doing all these different things bobbing his head you know feet, vibing out while he's hit, hitting bombs i don't know if this is what's going to attract more star players now, i mean i mean shohei was there obviously he's a star he's the star vladimir was you know vladdy junior was there a couple years ago bryce harper's done it But I think that's also what makes like the uh, Home Run Derby so great is because we see, you know, all these big name players be in the event. Now, maybe to the average viewer, Trey Mancini and Trevor Story aren't big names, but on their teams retrospectively in their position, they're, you know, the best players. It's not like the slam dunk contest where it's like some team's eighth man who's playing off the bench
0: who has some hops. Oh, that, that 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 was my that was my cue. I didn't know that. And I um,
1: it's going a long way, and I couldn't breathe anymore.
0: No, you know, I'm Brandon, fat. You, I
1: haven't gone to the gym in like two weeks. I should no, probably cancel.
0: Don't 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 know the word cancel. It's not in my vocabulary. Um, by the way, hashtag cancel trapdoor. Um, but uh, I I'm okay with. It. See, my only issue is like, okay, for example, you you kind of touched on with Joey Gallo, um, my my issue, and I and I saw the same issue with Shohei. Their swing isn't really meant for home run derby. So I know you can't really sit there and analyze every swing and be like, oh, you're you should play in the home run derby, but I that concept. I, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm just nitpicking now. I just wish Shohei would have done a little bit better. Fuck. I mean, for what he did, it, it was—he still did great. I mean, you're, you
1: this. Let's be honest: a Shohei Juan Soto swing off was probably the best thing in the entire show.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, Pete Alonso, fucking dancing to his music while the fat kid was getting helped off the field was pretty fun too.
1: I mean, the, that kid wasn't fat. It was just, I mean, the like the kid who,
0: like, this, like who got hurt I and mean, they had to get helped off the field.
1: Shout out to the uh the the guy who caught Maddison or didn't even catch meddles home run tried to catch it and just went asshole for tea kettle in the fucking second deck. Do you see that comic? No,
0: no, I didn't actually damn I gotta look it up.
1: It was uh it, t- it took a hell of a bump. F- straight flat back right over the guardrail. I mean it wasn't even like I mean I can't explain in like Coliseum, but he let's say he was like three four rows up in a little tunnel. So he fell, you know, at least a good ten feet. That God thing, damn Yeah, that thing looked like it hurt. And I don't know what it what the uh Scenery is over there at Coors Field, but I, was, I would assume it was concrete. I'm but,
0: assuming it was, too.
1: Uh, moving on to the All-Star Game, once again, the American League gets the win. Uh, Vladdy Jr., that ass is a straight wagon, and that ass is an All-Star Game MVP. Third time where we get, get a pair of father-son combos hitting home runs in the All-Star Game. Now, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I know you talked about this last week, Dominic. Uh, Also, our frenemies over at Trapdoor to Hell, they are not the biggest fans of the MLB All-Star game. So I was thinking maybe we can, I was almost going to try to flush this out with you last week, but now that we've kind of had the All-Star game happen and now it feels like I'm more on an island when it comes to the MLB All-Star game, I would like to, you know. Dominic, how do you feel about the All-Star game as someone who's already stated that they're not the biggest fan of it?
0: Um, Didn't watch a single thing of it.
1: Oh, so just like everything else on the show,
0: we're going to talk about. Well, I mean, I chose not to watch it. I, uh, And it's not that I don't care for it. I just think there's really nothing to, you know, in retrospect, there's nothing to play for. You're playing for, you know, they don't even get home field advantage anymore, right?
1: Which, why should they play for home field advantage? Why should the Pirates and the Orioles be fighting for home field advantage?
0: Because, you know, they might come back and win it all.
1: When teams like the San Francisco Giants are going to be right there in the hunt by the end of it, and they're going to want... They should have had home field advantage, but no. Because Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who the Blue Jays might not even make the playoffs, is the reason why they aren't in hosting a Game 7.
0: Where are you going with this argument? Don't you want home field advantage?
1: I'm, yeah, I'm saying. But oh. I'm saying as a giant... Why do I want,
0: you know, shitty teams or because there's always the shitty, the shittiest teams usually have at least one star player or one really good up and coming player that you're like, damn, he needs to be recognized. So then they get him on the All-Star team.
1: Okay, but why does the All-Star game have to be played for something? I don't understand why you need to have some incentive to. Enjoy the All Star Game. It's a bunch of stars.
0: It, you know, I don't. It's, it's you not know, everyone it just
1: hobnobbing. It's just fun to see. Now, the one thing that sucks about the All Star Game is because they're just cycling out pitchers pretty much every single inning, and these players haven't faced the other pitcher, and you know, it's the best, of the best, and so it's going to be really hard for a lot of offense to be put on. But when offense does happen, like Vla- like Vladdy Junior's home run, by far the best thing that happened. I would I would say the entire weekend, like when Vladdy fucking hit the shout of that ball and Tatis was on the mic, which, you know, Fox micing up those players wasn't exactly the best, but shout out Liam Hendricks. who was just dropping F bombs every other pitch, which I don't know what they're thinking about miking him up in the ninth inning. But anyways,
0: I'm not just saying it needs to be for home field fans. I'm saying like, doesn't the NBA when they do the all-star game, don't they do it for charity now? Like the winning team gets to pick like where their donation goes or something like that. Like, You know, they could always do something like that, which I would be fine with. Does it make me want to watch? I'll probably watch a little bit of it. But I mean, these guys, like, I mean, it's not like they're, I know they play hard, but I feel like they don't try as hard unless they know it's going to be like some spectacular play. You know what I mean? mean? But it's
1: the closest game to a regular season game compared to any other All-Star game, except for maybe the NHL. But then even the NHL, they kind of, switch it up a little bit in terms of like how they play. So it's a little more open.
0: You know what? Uh, fuck the all-star game. I won't give a fuck anymore. I mean, did you ever give a fuck? I did actually.
1: Oh, dang. Okay.
0: I did. I used to love watching it the past couple of years though. It kind of fell off. And now you talking to me the way you fucking talking to me. Fuck it. Fuck MLB.
1: Cause players like Trey Young and Steph Curry are ruining the game. Oh wait.
0: wrong that, league. That, that, That's the other sport. Yeah.
1: People uh, like
0: Matt Olson and.
1: Fernando Tatis is just rooting the game with his 20 chains and his fucking tight yes. ass pants. So yes. With this thing hanging
0: out. Vlad Guerrero taking steroids.
1: I don't think that's that's not steroids. That's his uh, grandma's cooking, as Tatis would say. Apparently, and, they and uh, she's they,
0: lacing something up.
1: Don't talk bad about Vladdy's mom slash grandma. Fuck him. I don't even know if it's Vlad's mom. But anyways, uh, we actually have some real MLB news to talk about. We have Jock Peterson getting traded from the Chicago Cubs over to the Atlanta Braves. Now, we talked about it. I forget. I think it happened the day before or that day. The uh, Ronald Acuna injury, we feared the worst. We pretty much expected it, but he is down with a, a major knee injury gone the rest of the season. And now Jock Peterson getting traded. Obviously, a downgrade from... Uh, Acuna but it is going to help them fill the void of Acuna so from the Atlanta Braves perspective Dominic what do you see Peterson being able to bring to the table
0: I mean definitely not anything near close to what Acuna could do but I mean I think it's like the best of out of a bad situation um, I, I don't see them really moving around in the standings too much anymore I think if anything, Peterson will be there be there just to kind of keep them maintained where they're at, maybe try to fight for that wild card.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. And even with Acuna being healthy, it was going to be kind of an uphill climb for them to get back into first place. The Mets doing good work and their pitching just isn't exactly up to snuff, but uh, moving over to the Cubs, uh, they've just fallen off the face of the earth. They're all the way down in fourth place. Now, we talked about it last week. is this the the is are they gonna have the fire sale? Now is this move, the first move of a fire sale, or is it just because Atlanta needed it, they gave him a good offer, and they're like, okay here, you can have Jock, but we're still gonna keep you know Rizzo, Bryant, Javi, and you know
0: pretty much all the other pieces? I think they're gonna hold on to dear life unless something comes their way and they're like, you know what? it would be stupid not to take it. Which, at the moment, I think all the big names are on teams that are doing good enough that they want to stay. So, I think, uh, I think, come this off season, uh, the Cubs are gonna. Uh, actually, take that back. Going into the next season, the Cubs are gonna be a team we never even heard of before.
1: What does that even mean? Like they're just not gonna look the same,
0: so they just don't don't have anybody. Pretty much, I think oh. they lose most of their people. Okay. And they're going to okay. be they're going to they're, one or two might come back, but there's going to be a few that either sign somewhere else or they're just going to be like, you know what? I don't want to play anymore. I want to play somewhere else. And they're going to request it or they're going to, you know, they're just not going to play in Chicago anymore because this day and age, thanks to the NBA, everybody wants to be on a winning team.
1: So you're saying the Cubs aren't going to sell anybody, but do you think we're going to see a big trade happen before the deadline within whatever it is the next two weeks gallows out there trevor story is kind of the big name floated around you know obviously there's going to be some starting pitchers going to be available do you think we're going to get the the big big name or do you think it's just going to be like a lot of minor
0: stuff you might come away with one big name but i'm not holding my breath i think if anything you'll see some small small moves but nothing really big till this off season.
1: So you're telling me Trevor's story is not
0: getting traded to the Oakland A's. I mean, I would be lying if I said I want him to, but I don't think the A's have the stuff that people want from the A's. I'm pretty sure they don't want to give up just yet.
1: Speaking of the A's, the big time vote from the Oakland City Council takes place on the 20th, so. I, I I would assume by next podcast we will know the future of the Oakland A's whether they will be staying moving Oakland.
0: to Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Viva Las Vegas! Okay. Man for-
0: just throwing it out there, Brandon. If they do move, would you be willing to relocate to Las Vegas with us, with me in the studio audience?
1: I mean, and you've already and- asked you've already asked me this question. I don't think it had anything to do with the Oakland A's moving,
0: but but I mean. You know, she would get the free tickets, we would go to like almost all the games because she would work there and at, at, at the Raider Stadium because she would work with her old company. Mm, okay. You know, just gonna sweeten the pot a little bit.
1: And you're gonna you're gonna pay for everything so I can just move in run free like I normally
0: do? I mean, you would have to help a little oh, you know, damn. a little bit. I mean, you pay your mom rent, right? Of course, yeah, definitely. So yeah, you're gonna have to pay me rent, but you know, you know, just, just think about all the Baseball and football and concerts and wrestling and UFCs and stuff you can go to live in person. All
1: because of Studio Audience, the plug.
0: User. Yes, Those are good times. What was, what
1: was the last plug concert we went to? Was it Carrie Underwood? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Shout out uh, Naomi Cook. Dominic, do you remember who that is? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> that uh, name rings. Do you still follow her on Instagram? or Yes, I do. Did you see the uh, p- photo of her on a kayak the other day? Yeah, boy. Okay, there you go. So uh I'm I well, note-
0: gotta admit, the best one was Fall Out Boy when I almost didn't get let in the fucking call, uh, Oracle anyways.
1: What was the like, shirt again?
0: My goddamn shirt from Avenged Seinfeld. Great rock what? band.
1: Mm-hmm. Your, your GD shirt, motherfucker. You can't say goddamn? Goddamn! There we go. Shout out Mitchie Dubstack. Just hit a bomb. He's got the goatee rolling. Can't even... Tell what he looks like, but uh, love to see it. A's up 3-0 against the Cleveland Indians. Moving on to the NBA playoffs. <laughs> Dominic and uh, Dominic and I thought uh, maybe they were just going to get one in Milwaukee, but no, nope. the Bucs have tied it up. Tied it two games apiece. Phoenix wins the first two. Milwaukee comes back, wins the second two, so it is tied up. All the teams have won on their home court. We're moving back to Phoenix tomorrow for game five. Dominic, what, have you, what did you see from the two previous games? And uh, will we see a, a road team win?
0: I'm going to answer your second question first. I'm going to say negative.
1: So no sons, road suns
0: and seven suns and seven um, Giannis Middleton uh, holiday. Uh, I'm fuck. I am. I know I'm missing a few other people, but that whole bucks team just came out firing in all cylinders hitting shots, making plays. It was fucking fabulous. Now the Suns fell off a little bit. Don't know what happened. They came back in the second game. They played a little bit better, but you know, just couldn't get the job done. I, I definitely think uh, it's a home team season finals, whatever you want to call it. So I think the Suns in seven, and I just, I, I don't have faith in Giannis right now. After the first two games, he did turn it on game three and four, but he need he needs to prove me wrong in game five. And just keep the heat going.
1: I very much enjoyed this uh, this series. You know, last season, even my Miami Heat were in the finals, but even then, I wasn't really locked in. It's almost kind of like wrestling right now, which we'll talk about the ratings going up for AEW. But uh, you know, fans are back; it feels like a regular thing. And uh, this this series has been a whole hell of a lot of fun. I mean, the game game four a couple days ago was great. The Suns honestly probably should have won that game. But Giannis, that nasty block at the rim and then, you know, leading the, the comeback and kind of pulling away there at the end. I agree with you. I think the Suns are going to come out and win tomorrow. Bucks battle back game six and then it goes to game seven, which, you know, any anything can go. Maybe Giannis really turns it on. But then sometimes we've seen like if Giannis is kind of just the focal point, putting up all those big, big numbers that maybe either the, the other players like take a step back or they just don't perform and that's why he has to put up all those big numbers is because middleton and everyone else and holiday aren't doing anything so uh, i'm gonna agree we're gonna go bucks and seven i or sorry Suns and seven i'm trying to think i would assume if it goes seven it will end on friday or saturday i don't got the schedule in front of me so uh maybe by next week next we'll uh, have a new nba champion maybe not maybe we'll be previewing the game seven that we both uh, believe will happen dominic
0: Before we go any further, Brandon, I don't know if you've heard the uh, tragic, terrible news. A uh, famous rapper, one that we've all loved has passed away today. Uh, Yes, R.I.P.
1: Abyss Marquis. I was going to save it for the uh, the wrestling portion we got. uh,
0: Nope, I need to do it now, man. uh, He is uh, beloved by all, and he will be missed.
1: Random factoid, your boy, Saw. Bismarcky, he was at an A's game. He threw out uh, the first pitch. Do you know what game that was? Dominic? like what promotion that was?
0: Was it maybe like the the, the hip hop firework game? Nope. It was the
1: first ever root beer float day I went to.
0: Oh, I'm triggered.
1: I uh, know. I've only been to two in my life. Both of them were very memorable for some (laughs) mishaps. The first one, your boy was going for his final round of Rupert floats, going up the second deck of the Coliseum. I trip and fall, try to get up, trip and fall again. And I just have everyone looking at me.
0: And then, were um, you fucking like sugar wasted?
1: I, I I was hyped up on Mugs Mountain Dew, Mugs Root Beer. There you go. Whatever the fuck it's called. But we don't need to talk about the second one. So, uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about the second one. You know, Everybody, just something, everybody's something. heard it like a thousand times. Uh, almost, almost shit my Jeep. That's it. neither here nor there. We still <laughs> uh, some more NBA news to talk about Damian Lillard uh, <laughs> town business. He has report well, not reportedly yet, but uh, been gonna. Some, there's some rumblings that maybe he was not so happy with the uh, with the trailblazer situation that he's in. We talked about them hiring Chauncey Billups asking, you know, is this going to help seal things over? Because honestly, D, you know, Lillard is the main reason to watch and to have a successful team over there in Portland. But no, apparently he's going to be looking for a trade. Lakers are out there. You know, people kind of wondering if the Warriors are a are a possibility. Dominic, what are your thoughts? On well,
0: that? I did send out a tweet earlier this morning and uh, got a reply. I got a retweet from a uh, from a classy gentleman. Name is. Well, I mean, we call him Mr. X, but, you know, it is in brightest day X, a.k.a. Mr. X. He said the supersonics, which I and know. What, is a, what did he uh, uh, post it with? Uh, <clears throat> I believe it was a GIF it says, hey, it could happen. And as what angels in the outfield. I take oh, it?
1: good job, Dominic. You know, fun fact, angels in the outfield actually filmed at the Oakland Coliseum.
0: Oh, my God. No way, Brandon. Oh, I know. So fun. So fun. Mm-hmm. But
1: um." Not a big Angels in the Outfield fan? Not really. Damn, Um, you hating such a good shitty movie. Shout out Danny Glover,
0: a former San Francisco State graduate. Is uh, wait, is that the is Angels in the Outfield one with Charlie Sheen or is that something else? That's Major League Dominic. I like Major League better than Angels in the Outfield.
1: I mean, you you should because Major League is like an adult movie and Angels in the Outfield is a shitty Disney kids movie. Okay, good. Well, anyways, Anyways, are we gonna watch a Space Jam? Got it queued up. It might be uh, on, the, on the docket for later tonight.
0: If you come over, I will watch it. I will not watch it on my own. Why not? Because LeBron's in it, and you know I can't. I can't swallow that that pill. Yeah.
1: As some. Oh, someone. someone going to eat it at the A's game? Jumping up for one seat, two seats, three seat, and the, oh, the ball just keeps rolling, and then he loses it. Hate to see it, but uh, Space Jam back in the day with MJ—that was uh, one of my three top three. It was that Sandlot and uh, Lion King. Dominic, if you were a uh, you know just random it here, what would you say were your uh, your childhood movies? And I guess I'd throw Toy Story in there too.
0: I was gonna say Toy Story has to be one. Um, I loved Land Before Time. That's that. I don't know if you know that one's the one with the dinosaurs. Yes, I know the dinosaurs. Okay, just want to make sure. And rolling out number three, something that I could watch every day. It'd probably be the Sandlot. Okay. Okay. So, I—I uh, I mean,
1: I'm like, not—I wouldn't say I'm excited to watch Space Jam. I'm just ready to see what they did to it. I'm probably not gonna like it because you know nostalgia and stuff like that. But uh, you know, maybe they'll surprise me. I'm, not, gonna, the, I'm not the, compares like the everyone compares
0: going to the Everyone compares it to the old one, which you can't do because better CGI, better, better everything. But but they don't got Lola Bunny tits. Exactly exactly and no Pepe Le Pew. I know uh, we didn't even talk about Damian Lillard Dominic where the fuck is he going you know I think the team that makes the best sense and will get he'll it'd be a kind of a not super even trade but not a lot of people are gonna get fucked over here New Orleans they get Lillard and they get Lonzo and someone else And Zion's
1: there. So I I mean I'm not I haven't looked too deep into it, but I would assume Lillard has to sign off on any trade that happens, right?
0: I I'm am i am pretty sure, but I mean like so like everyone's speculating the Warriors and they and they want to give up like like Wiseman, Poole, uh uh Kelly Oubre and I think somebody else and and like picks. I'm like, "Damn, the Warriors are getting fucked in this trade for Lillard. I'm like, that's not worth it." Yeah, um, I just
1: I don't feel like it's worth it. You have Cur- you have Curry, you have Thompson presumably coming back. What does Lillard add to the equation that the other two can't? And for the Warriors, like those draft picks are really what is going to set them up for their, their long-term health. I mean, let's see. And Curry is, let's see, how old is Curry, Dominic? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, He's early 30s, I'm pretty sure. He is 33, while yeah. Damian Lillard is 31. So technically you get, what, two years out of it when you could draft someone who's like 19 and if they you know you groom them and you you can cultivate them you can get them for like 10 plus years after curry's gone so i mean i agree as much as it would be fun to see lillard play for the hometown team i just don't think it's worth it he can come back when he's like in his late 30s and we can sign him to a league minimum like a boogie cousins but besides that i i don't really want to see lillard on the warriors
0: so the the debate we had in class the other day was who would you rather keep on the war. I know we're talking about Warriors now, but who would you rather well, who would you rather have on the Warriors? Would you keep Wiggins or would you sign Paul George or Carmelo Anthony? I think I would sign
1: I it was Wiggins, Carmelo and who was the third one? Paul, Paul George. George. I'm taking
0: Paul George. Paul George is the best out of all of them. Really you're not going to keep Wiggins cuz I think Wiggins this year yeah uh beginning of the season he wasn't maybe too hot but after Seth went down he was consistent as a motherfucker. I mean he played hard both both sides of the ball. Yeah, he's not dropping 40 40 a game, 30 a game, but he he's averaged like you know 24 25. Paul George is uh you know he he was hot in the playoffs, but that's it. I don't really see Paul George or Carmelo being that consistent point machine
1: now if you're going to take it kind of like step by step wiggins the youngest has some upside but is his upside peak or you know probably not peak carmelo or even what paul george is right now you can maybe sign maybe anthony would be a smart signing because he played uh, well this year he can get him kind of on a on a cheaper deal paul george is obviously gonna be the most expensive but i think out of the three he's by far like the most Guaranteed best player. I think if you're with Wiggins, you're signing more on the upside than the youth, which is not a guarantee.
0: I respect that opinion because in class it was fucking heated. Fucking heated. You'd like these dudes, Brandon. Maybe we should hang out sometime with them. When you mean heated, what,
1: uh, what, you know, if you can give me like a reenactment of what happened.
0: Um, let's see. One guy was calling me and this other guy fucking stupid because we were saying we'll keep Wiggins and, um then they started talking i mean these guys would these guys are ruthless they they barely yeah, they, know each other they talk and- baseball and uh, football because you know i they don't talk baseball but they talk basketball football soccer pro wrestling some pro wrestling Ooh, oh some okay that
1: was a lot more than i expected
0: yeah because uh i can't remember i think i wore my aw shirt and they're like uh dom who's your favorite wrestler and i'm like uh, it's kind of hard, man. There's a lot. I mean, they're like just just name one. I'm like, well, I mean, you can't go wrong with Stone Cold and oh yeah, Stone Cold. This and, oh, you, know stomach, you don't gotta, you
1: don't got to lie. Just say Jeff Hardy.
0: Well, no, I mean Stone Cold's one of my top favorites, but I I didn't I didn't think they knew who Jeff Hardy was, and then someone said, oh, you know who my favorite tag team was was the Hardy. They said the uh the Hardy the Hardy. Bros? Yeah, Bros. And I was like, I'm not gonna correct him. I don't want to be that guy right now. I was you like, uh, been that
1: guy. I'm
0: not I'm not that guy. All
1: right. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, then uh, over to the NFL, we uh, got I mean, I guess I would say some sad news. Uh, we got Sherman. He uh, ha- he's been arrested for domestic violence, uh, hit and run, burglary, just you know, running the whole gamut. Just piling it on there, bud. Uh, the vi- there's a video came out of him uh, at his in-laws house. And just kind of like trying to break the door in and just trying to shoulder ch- uh, check it, tackle it and uh, shout up to that door. Uh, you know, obviously, this is a, a sad situation, but the uh, the memes coming out of it of the uh, Jets signing the door. I thought those are kind of hilarious. <laughs> but uh, I
0: was going to say something like that, like the Raiders should sign it or something.
1: Uh, but uh, yeah, so, you know, he, he gets arrested. The The wife comes out and says that no one was hurt. Obviously, it kind of he was intoxicated. And there's just kind of like a whole cocktail of things going on you know possibly some head injuries maybe him he, he released a statement today you know trying to get right with his mental health you know he's a free agent right now you know going back to the football field is the last thing we're going to talk about but you know maybe him kind of coming to terms with this maybe be in the end and you know all of those other different things but uh, it, it's sad to see because sherman you know a lot of people are going to remember for the the tirade on michael crabtree but he's a he's a chill nice dude you know talk some shit but he's a smart guy And it does kind of suck to see him kind of in this state,
0: you know, out of the most, uh, out of all the shit talkers in sports, I respect Sherman the most because he backs it up, but yet he, he does. It's all in competition. You know what I mean? A lot of these other guys, they talk shit and if they don't back it up or if they back it up, they continue to talk shit. You know, I don't really like
1: a certain Irishman who breaks his leg and then calls his opponent's wife a whore. I mean, who wouldn't,
0: but you know it just you know i respect him the most because he talk shit he backs it up and then he's he's a man and he you know like you know he's back to normal now uh you know mental health we hear about this all the fucking time never want to joke about it so i hope everything is okay for him um tough to see i did kind of want to see him go back to seattle and you know play at least one more season just to see if you know maybe it could be a miracle season and they win it but i rather have his health and well-being over me seeing him play one more time yeah so uh you know get right
1: sherman hopefully uh you know him and his family can work everything out and uh, he can you know
0: get back on his feet and... well uh we'll reach out to him and see if he wants to interview you know because that's, that's what we do on this podcast we reach, what, out, reach out reach B B B
1: all right that is it for the uh the sports section we're going to move on over to the fan mail segment otherwise known as i was drinking
0: some water because i had to clear my throat for this <clears> throat> Mr. questions friends. of the week
1: Bum bum. yes bum, we bum. do actually have some and friends questions they are uh, completely wrestling related so we will run through mr x's questions first do you want me to go, go through
0: just the sports and then fans go No, in just or...
1: read just read everything and then we'll hit the uh, the fan the instagram questions afterwards
0: all righty well brandon just like every other week or well actually it's every week because we're every week it's fucking way too many weeks have been going doing this. Shit. Uh, he Episode starts it off... 195. Everyone, uh, we're creeping up on 200. Normally, we do
1: the uh, the switching up of the music. I'll be honest, I've been lacking, I haven't been thinking of anything. So, if you guys got, got any ideas, slide in the DMs and uh, tell us what's music you want us to. Uh,
0: can I slide in the DMs? Sure, or do I just have to tell you on air and people make fun of me for my decisions? We uh, use the Jeff
1: Hardy No More Words or whatever that song's called that everyone loves. That I don't even know. No, what it I was is.
0: thinking of like a kill switch engage song, like uh, my like is it my curse i think it's my curse yeah my curse i'm thinking yeah my curse we'll talk off the air okay anyways back to the action starts it off with a unique way of saying hello to us which this week it says greetings and salutations okay would you say Shohei was a bust in the home run derby, or is it that he's just not built for this type of co- competition at this level? We've talked about it. Um, I actually, you know what? I'm going to backtrack on my statement a little bit. I agree and disagree with that with with his question. I do think he was a bust, but also he is not built for that competition. He's not meant to be fucking just rattling off home run after home run. So I don't want to necessarily call him a bust but I kind of really want to. Gonna pump the brakes on the show, hey, hate.
1: Uh, the the man doesn't take batting practice. Yeah, he won a Japanese home run derby back in the day, but this is not the Japanese league. This is the MLB. It's a lot different. And I mean, he still put up a great showing. He, yeah, he lost in the first round, but Juan Soto is arguably the best young player in the league. You already know, though. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, you can't say that, Dominic, because that's a Dallas Braden gimmick.
0: Oh, I feel so filthy. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, so obviously we both wanted Shohei to make it all the way to the end just for the, the spectacle of it. And he didn't make it. But I mean, it's Juan Soto. If he was going up there against fucking Elvis Andrus and Elvis hit like six and Shoei hit five or four, then I'd be like, OK, yeah, obviously. But he put up a good showing. I, you know, you want you want more, but you, you, you can't have everything.
0: I know, I know. I'm expecting a lot from him, and I'm sorry, Shohei. I'll try to be a little nicer. Really, just swallow my words and think about articulate a nice statement. Shohei,
1: Matt Olson hitting to the opposite field. He doesn't need to hit home runs all the time. He's a great, just all around hitter.
0: Good job, Matt. Anyways, question. This this would be a you question because I can really give a fuck. Is that Connor? No, not and not that, Mister X. I don't want you to misconstrue. Shout that. out Misha
1: Tate, Misha Tate, my girl Cupcake, fighting Shut the again, fuck first up, time Brandon. in like five years, baby. Uh,
0: anyways, he I was... don't want Mister X to think I don't give a fuck about his question, but it's the league in general. I don't give a fuck about. Brandon, why has the American League been so dominant in the All Star Game over the past twenty years?
1: Well, Dominic, why do you not give a fuck about the American League? Because you're, you're an Oakland A's fan now. So that well, no, work. they're,
0: they're going to relocate and, and they're going to have to become National League or something. Watch. Just watch. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm still trying to think it out in my head, but just watch. Brandon, just fucking stop being the dick. Well, Gee. I was trying.
1: I was. I was trying to work it in my head how to relocate. I was like, do you switch the Giants to the National League? But I mean, the Giants are like one of the OG National, Le- and the A's are an OG not, um, an OG American League team, so you can't switch them up. If anything, you switch the Na- the Mariners. But then the eh,
0: yes, yeah, switch the Mariners. Fuck those guys. Yeah,
1: fuck the Mariners. But I mean, it's just,
0: I, it's I, genetics, I, baby. They know how to pick a fucking bolt. They know how to draft, and they know how to trade, and they know how to play.
1: I don't have a, a real explanation for why the American League is doing better than the National League. I mean, on paper, I I guess. I mean, I don't even remember what the fucking whatchamacallit. The lineups look like off the top of my head. But I mean both sides are were stacked. There's it's not like one side was worse than the other. They're fantastic on both sides and can we scroll through oh my god I need to go through all these Amer- all these things Ah, oh, it's gonna be so hard here we go here's the lineup so let's see tony grill i mean i mean maybe i would probably give the edge to the american league just in the starting lineup but then you also got to think on the national league side you got like acuna who bowed out and you know some other people mookie bets bowed out but then also mike trout best player in the league best player in the world to the last 150 years the best player of all time was on the American League side so and, and I don't a, want to say the American no League Harper.
0: won the last eight years not 10 not 20
1: I mean but it, it pretty much is 20 years because I think he's sprinkling a couple wins with a, with the national league and that's a
0: yeah because yeah much they, it. they national league won 2010 11 and 12 American League won everything else and then besides 2010 11 and 12 the last time national League won. And they there's got the tie. A, there's the a tie. tie. I'm not giving that to them. That was a tie. The last time the American uh, National League won was 1996.
1: Damn. Sorry, Mr. X. Your league is trash. It's because they uh, they put a DH in it and it just
0: fucks you guys up. Yeah. Because our that's pitchers not, rake. Oh, oh, now it's our
1: pitcher. Now you're taking sides? I thought you are a National League team. I am a National League team. Because, you know, that's real baseball. The pitchers have to hit.
0: Man, oh, you know, Brandon, I am still a recovering Giants fan, but you're making it real hard. I'm about to go fucking OD on some Giants right now.
1: Okay, push me. If Dominic's uh, Giants demon would come out, what would he say to my retort of pitchers hitting?
0: Yeah, I could take it or leave it. I think pitchers who, I, I think. I don't know. It, it, it's it, it's like a rock in a hard place. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't catch 22. So because what
1: because it's exciting to see one player bat 198, maybe 200, then have everyone else who bats 069
0: hit. I mean, but you know, that 169 or 069 may, you know, may produce a run, may produce a runner on base, may may do something productive. You never know. Honestly, oh, Brandon, did, oh, I did. hated hitting when playing baseball. I only loved playing defense. So if someone could DH for me, I would have loved it. Damn,
1: Dominic, you hate you hated hitting? Or is that just, I mean, you're kind of teeing me up for a joke right now, but I'm not going to take the hanging yeah, for it. I fucking, I'm, I, I suck at hitting. It. I'm not doing it. Just say it. I'm not doing it. I mean, you're say excited, it, but I'm not doing it. It's Fucking okay. Don, say like, it. It's okay. Fucking say it, you pussy. I, you know what? I was, a. I was a little weak link too. I never hit, I whoa, never hit a home run. Whoa, in, whoa. I never hit a home run in, uh, in little league either. So it's fine. Excuse me. It's weak link. link. Oh, you're not a weak link. I had the weak
0: link. I just hated hitting.
1: You're a burly. So you're a burly boy. So you're like, bro, Pablo I hit Sa- dingers. You're, so you're like Pablo Sandoval on the Red Sox. Exactly. Here's a big, beefy boy who can't hit the water if he fell out of a boat.
0: I can hit the water, but, you know, it's very, you know, I tend to walk into the water. I got walked to walk. I got hit, walked, and, you know, sprinkling a strikeout and a uh, a base hit in there every once in a while.
1: All right. Dominic is out here doxing himself on the podcast.
0: Because, you know. You know, unless Travis was pitching then I was fucking dingers he sucked at pitching back in the day
1: shit do we got to we got to uh <laughs> we got to got to put baseball in the <laughs> i think we got to now
0: maybe we'll we'll see what happens um all right ne- next question um and it's kind of question would you say that Connor's career is pretty much done after snapping his leg i hope not i want to see him fucking come back and make a fool of himself i'm sorry
1: So as I said last week, you know, I'm the Connor guy. I loved his antics. I wouldn't say I was making excuses for some of the bullshit he pulled, especially the bus incident where he injured and, you know, hurt innocent fighters who were on the bus. But Saturday was just atrocious. It was ugly. It was uncalled for. It was, it was, you know, Poirier said it like best, you know, karma is a mirror and, you know, he didn't what you know what mcgregor said was not very pleasant and normally if you you know you can make excuses he's now coming out and like really hammering home that he had a a bum leg headed into it and that's why his ankle snapped but poirier was he was beating the dog shit out of him at the end of that round if connor didn't beat him in that first round which yeah he got some or he got some good leg kicks and he got some good strikes but it just wasn't, it it was not close And him. If his leg didn't break in the first, he was, Poirier was going to break him in the second. And, you know, the things he was saying about Poirier's wife and everything else, it was, it was not a good look. And he hasn't apologized. He hasn't done any of that stuff. And I, I'm not going to sit here. I mean, I never really like supported him in terms of like, you know, giving him my money and stuff because I had never really bought the UFC pay-per-views, but uh it was it was a bad look from him. Now, if we go to fighting, he's gonna fight again. He does not want this to be his last fight. That the way he he ended it. Now Dana's out here saying that he's gonna there's gonna be a fourth fight with him and Poirier. I mean, absolutely not right now. Poirier should fight for the title against Charles Oliver, and I think Poirier has a legitimate shot and probably will win the title. And Poirier is he's a he's a fantastic fighter, and both of them are just kind of going in opposite directions. Connor is, you know, ever since that Mayweather fight, whether it's something changed in him or his motivations, but both of them are the same age and they look, uh, I said it, they're going two completely opposite directions. Now his title championship at the top is probably over, but he'll fight
0: again. Do you see him jumping ship to WWE? Just like a few other uh, UFC fighters have. Now I don't know exactly what his
1: love or passion or what he feels about wrestling. Cause we've seen on Twitter, you know, he's kind of like talk some shit to Seamus and, you know, just, you know, said the whole fake stuff and yada, 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 which I don't know if that's just him playing it up or if he actually believes all that stuff. Everyone has a price. If WWE wants to throw some blood money his way, it'd work for Tyson Fury. Maybe it'll work for Connor, but and especially like in the WWE environment, I just don't know if it's place because what Connor says is not PG. It's not kid friendly. It's not WWE friendly. Now, if he goes to AEW, you know, maybe that would work a little bit more because they're more adult centric, you know, more adult programming, but I just don't know if it's worth it. And we'll talk about AEW and what they're doing right now. And honestly, I don't even think they need him. So it's like, I would probably say no.
0: All right. All right. Last sports question here: Are the Suns in trouble after the Bucks tied it up the series, or will the Bucks overcome the deficit and win it all?
1: Well, we both said Suns in seven. It's going to be really interesting to see Game Five. It, you know, it's going to be easy to say the Bucks will win if they win Game Five, but if like the Suns come out and dominate, then I'm almost like expecting that more than the Bucks to come out and dominate the other way. So, I mean, we're just got to wait and see it, but I think Dominic and I are both kind of on the same page that may, maybe it's going to be, you know, a close game five, but in the end, the Suns will win.
0: You know, I just want to say every fucking like post, maybe except for like one or two uh, series, this, this uh, post season for the NBA, every time we said we're hammering down, we're locking it in. the complete opposite has happened. We thought the Clippers are going to win. And they lost. We thought the Nets were going to win and they lost. And we thought uh, the Warriors were going to make the postseason. They didn't even do they that. They didn't make the postseason. Exactly. So we're hammering home the Suns. I might change Bucks it to the Bucks, Bucks. Bucks in six, six just so then the Suns have a chance. So I'm going to hammer home the Bucks just so then the Suns have a fighting chance.
1: I think we got a hamburger side at the A's game. Shout out to Ham. We've been to what two A's games and he hasn't been there. This is just. We've so. been to
0: one, two, I thought we have been to three.
1: No, we've been to two. You're right. Two. Two. Two? You sure not three? Well, we went to the Shohei game. I went to another Shohei game. And then we went to the fireworks show. That was it. Okay. When are we going to the next game? Are we going to come with me to see Fernando Tatis and watch me cream myself in public? Maybe.
0: I'll debate it. Uh, Anyways, on to some wrestling. How excited are we to finally see the fans back for SmackDown tonight? Also, do you think that WWE will pump up crowd noise to control the fan response for TV like they did during the Thunderdome.
1: Now, I think WWE has always kind of messed a little bit with the, uh, the crowd noise and the atmosphere, but uh, out here on the West coast, it's eight o'clock right now. So SmackDown just started. Uh, I've seen some clips on uh Same. on the, on the Twitter machine. So I haven't heard anything. Haven't really been able to uh, divulge it and digest it, but I'm excited to see what crowds, Sound like in a WWE environment. We've seen a, what they are in AEW. Absolutely fantastic. Really livens up the show. SmackDown's been a, a decent product as of late, so I don't think i have too much to worry about there. Raw, on the other hand, that's when it's going to get a little dicey, especially three hours, and you get some of the shit that they got going on. That's when it's going to be maybe a shit show, and it's going to be entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank's always a great show. You know, puts on exciting stuff, so I'm not too worried there. But when we've talked about it. I think WWE's in for a rude awakening if they don't change anything up. I think they will.
0: So I'm 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 gonna hold that hope. I did see some clips, just like you. Um, don't want to ruin anything because you know someone's gonna listen to it right away that hasn't watched SmackDown yet. But you know, someone comes someone comes back to SmackDown who is very sexy. You know, some page, some huh? Oh, dude, I fucking oh, don't fucking get me started right now. <sighs> anyways, on to the next question. I'm not gonna go any further. Um, Brandon, why the fuck is Goldberg coming back? He didn't say fuck, but you know, added in there for a little, you know, nice touch. Why the well, fuck is Goldberg coming back? I
1: well, because you need to pop a rating. We got SummerSlam coming up. Bobby Lashley has no opponents, really. If John Cena is going to SmackDown and Brock Lesnar's not showing up, that's uh, pretty much the formula. Goldberg just shows up. Even though he's lost like his last three title matches, might as well pump him in there and make it four.
0: Love to see it. Penultimate question: How dumb is Karen Cross? Doesn't he know Joe is going to kill him?
1: Well, I mean, you can call Karen Cross a lot of things, but I don't think uh, smart is at the top of the list. But uh, yeah, I mean, does this like just cement? Does this cement, obviously it cements they're going somewhere with Joe, but is Joe the one to take the title off of him is like the real question. And I would say
0: yes. Dominic, what would you say? Sorry, my uh, headset fell off. How, do you, how does a headset fall off? Because I'm sweating balls off in this room, so I took my shirt off. Ooh. So, you know, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Let me let me uh, turn the camera on real quick. No, you can suck my ass. You ain't seen these fucking puppies. Free boy- God damn it, my phone fell now. God damn it. Tits are just everywhere right now. And no, that is not the title of the fucking podcast. Tits are everywhere or something. Damn. I gotta get to the last question. Okay, here we go. Last question. Uh, wait, so why is he yeah, dumb? Don't call him dumb. Joe's going to kill him. Blah, 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 blah. Last question. Is the Hangman Page Road to the AEW Championship the greatest slow burn storyline built to a title shot ever? Ever? That's always a tough question
1: because I don't want to sit here and say I know everything. So first, I would say no. But the the Hangman Kenny Omega story match what it's building to whether it i mean i'm just gonna say it's gonna culminate all out i would say it's the biggest match AEW has ever had now obviously they've had bigger names on the marquee but this is the biggest match in company history and right now i would say it's the best storyline in company history just kind of putting some pieces together and going ahead of what i see them doing and how big of a reaction it's going to get because we have crowds back now you can uh if you want to take that question, Dominic, and uh, maybe I can try to think of some
0: some slow burns. Slow burn. It's what I live for, Brandon. No, um, I, I I do agree. I don't think it's, at the moment, I don't think it's the greatest slow burn ever, but I definitely, uh, to, to an extent, it is one of the best. I mean, coming off, uh, you know, winning the tag team titles, going through their whole little, you know, kind of like, oh, there's some tension building to them losing it, and now to where we're at now, just everything in between. It was, uh, you know, we wanted Hangman to win it before the pandemic. Pandemic hit, and it was kind of a maybe it was a good thing because I think maybe Hangman wasn't just quite there yet, and now that, you know, everything that we did during the pandemic led us to this, and I I think it's a good a good moment, and I think it's the right time to put. Title on Hangman, uh, not not to say Kenny isn't doing a good job or doesn't deserve it. I think it's just a good time to take it off of him, put it on Hangman, and kind of let him what we wanted from the get go was for him to carry this company.
1: Now, I was kind of thinking slow burns. I don't know if you would consider it a slow burn because you know, obviously, their uh stories are a little different there, but maybe Kenny winning the IWGP title against uh, Okada. That one that came to mind, and then some NXT ones, Sami Zayn, I thought the Sami Zayn storyline, you know, early in the network, that was a good one. And then, I mean, they had it in Johnny Gargano, but then they just, they made it too slow of a burn. And then the crowd turned on him, and they kind of lost it. But those are kind of the ones that came to mind. But in the modern era, in an era that we don't really see too many of those, you know, I would probably say, yeah, for this being the best.
0: Oh. Rizite Brandano What fans do we got to talk to today?
1: Well, we got the uh, the other podcast chiming in what? on the Instagram. I know we got uh, they sent in two questions from the bullet cast. Okay, we got. Uh, nothing too, too bad. Uh, okay. We got the uh, does Kofi have a real chance. Of beating Bobby Lashley, no, on Sunday at Money in the Bank,
0: no, definitely not. He, uh, as much as I want it to happen, as much as I think Kofi deserves it for all the BS he's put up, all the burials, all the ups and downs of his career, and not to say he had downs, but just you know, I mean, he's he's been. I'm not going to even say stuck in attacking him. I think because he's been he's been thriving with New Day and Kofi and and uh, Woods and everything, but he's done everything they've wanted him to do. And you give him a title match at WrestleMania. You he you he wins it, and he goes on a decent streak, and then the squash mat the squash match with uh, Brock. Just I know everybody was pissed off. I'm too afraid for him to win the title now, because I feel like the next time he has to defend it, it's going to be the same. It, it's not going to live up. It, he's not. He's not going to have that year and a half, two year reign that everybody wants. And he knows everybody knows he deserves it. It's going to be fucking six months until someone comes back or until Vince is like, okay, he's had it. He's had enough. Let's just take it off of him. So as much as I want it to happen, I don't think it's going to happen.
1: I would say no, especially because what happened on raw where Lashley kind of hit the reset button and he kind of, you know, shook all the shit off of, uh, the hurt business of, you know, no more ladies and trying to get more serious because he's gotten soft. And so he's got to get hard, Dominic. He got to get hard. Oh, yeah. Really? Money in the bank. And yeah. So, may- I mean, maybe if Lashley didn't do that, then maybe I would say possibly in front, you know, first show in front of crowds, try to get him hyped, big ladder, you know, big title match. <laughs> then maybe, you know, being cynical, that's where someone cashes in on Kofi, yada, yada, yada. But
0: Brock Lesnar comes out, distracts Bobby Lashley, Kofi wins, Lesnar beats Lashley at SummerSlam, becomes the number one contender, and fucking deja vu, Brock Lesnar beats Kofi for the title.
1: As uh, Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible, so you don't give it 100% chance, but I'm going to set it at 99.5% that Lashley wins. Then we got another question. From the Bullet Cast. Oh so, God! Uh, I know this is the last one. Uh, what superstar? Big S superstar. So they spelled it correctly because you know let's say. Anyways, we're not going to go into the cold language <laughs> speak. Uh, what superstar do you think will unexpectedly be over once crowd re- crowds return? Uh, good question. Good question. Something I haven't really thought about. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're returning back. WWE. Uh, you know, he said big S superstars, so that means WWE. Exactly. Hopefully. Exactly. But, uh, so what wrestlers <clears throat> uh. do you think uh, will get some some surprisingly big responses? I mean, it's kind of hard over on Raw because they're, they're not. Th- yeah, it's it's not very good. Maybe riddle is a dumpster fire over on Raw. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking maybe Raw. I don't maybe I would say Drew just because I don't have too much faith in the response to Drew. So if it's like anything remotely overly positive, uh, that would surprise me. Maybe people ironically cheer Nikki Cross, uh, over on SmackDown. Roman, I think Roman's gonna be over, unless like they really do something to turn him. Eh. And besides See, that,
0: I I'm thinking for Raw. I, I I know Alexa Bliss is supposed to be a evil woman, but people are gonna cheer the fuck out of her, um, until like you said, unless something bad happens, um male wrestler on raw. Uh, I'm an I'm, unexpected pop. You know, I'm going to, I think I have to agree with you. I think it's drew. Cause I know they were hoping this whole pandemic thing was going to be over a long time ago. And they were really hoping to have him win the title in front of a crowd, which clearly didn't happen. Um, so I think drew. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I think the fans are going to have a really big mixed reaction with him though. Cause I think some people like him, Some people don't smack down. You know, oddly enough, you know, everyone knows I'm a huge uh, Shotzi fan. When I saw the clip of her and Tegan Knox coming out, it didn't sound like they're going crazy. So um, I'm hoping that changes for them. Um, For the men, I'm going to have, I I know, spoiler alert season, but, uh, you know, there is a wrestler who's on a dark match. And that was uh what 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 what's that guy's name? Let's see, uh, Mr. Uh, Davey. No, it's not Davy Boy. It's what D H. Uh, no D H. No D J. No. What's his name? God damn it! You're on your own because I don't even know what you're talking about. Fucking the British Bulldog son. What's his name? Davy Boy. Is it Davy Boy? Davy Hart.
1: Oh, is it? God damn it, Dominic. You know,
0: I'll just look up the Bullet Cast because they their first report on the scene, man. Uh, let's see. Go to their story. Let's see. Let's see. Look at this. DB Smith Jr. wrestles in a dark match before SmackDown went on the air. Hell to the yeah. Well, he didn't say to the yeah, but you know, hell yeah. So it's Harry. His name is Harry Smith. So he's coming back. So I think they're he, he'll get a pop. Reunite with Natalia. Maybe, maybe this is a prequel to Tyson kid coming back and the heart foundation returns. Maybe
1: may a, uh, maybe. big old brawl with spoiler alert. Where's some big surprise. Marcus Stroman out here starting brawls. No shit. The pirates and the
0: Mets. No shit. Anyway, no, uh, no biggest fan question maybe when Tom Seaver used to wear a do-rag anyways
1: uh yeah no she uh, she looked at it we get uh Haley she she saw the story but she said fuck you guys and uh, not uh, didn't no. want to respond you know I'm just gonna I see that Ty Gundy is active right now and I'm just gonna forcefully ask him if he has any questions
0: yeah I think uh that 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 that's fair you know I feel like Tyler you know I'm sorry <clears throat> Ty Gundy 27 uh Hasn't oh, really he saw been? it? He saw it. Let's see. Oh, typing, oh, typing. oh, typing. Three dots. Three dots. Three dots. <laughs> I would love if he hits it with a no.
1: <laughs> Y'all recording right now.
0: <laughs> Maybe. This is just a great audio. Right great now.
1: radio right here. I hope we get three dots again. Three dots. Again. Here we go. Here we, here go. we go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Mister X, who's probably the only listen to this because we're this is the wrestling portion. So uh, Travis is tuned out. Yep. Goodbye, Travis. You're missing this gold right now. I should start. I should start talking
0: shit at the end of the podcast, to Travis, because he won't know it.
1: Well, at least like you know, put it like in the wrestling portion, not like at the very. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I have a question. How come on the night I'm ready to game with the boys, they gotta record a podcast?
0: I mean, Friday night is for the boys. No, I'm pretty sure that's not how the saying goes. So you're telling me that if we hurry
1: the fuck up, that means we can play video games. But I wanted to watch Space Jam.
0: No, I gotta wake up early. I gotta go to the beach tomorrow. Shout family. out, Jungle Boy,
1: out here taking photos with Anna J. Just living his best life. Fucking lucky bastard. <clears throat> uh, moving on to the wrestling portion of the podcast, we got uh, some RIPS uh, to talk or A R I P to talk about uh, Paul Orndorff. He passed away this past week. Uh, unfortunately, he's been in, in a rough shape the, the past few months, past few years, honestly. And, you know, sad, sad to see. But, uh, you know, this is kind of what happens. We take some time and we reflect on the, the legacy. And he's one of probably the greatest opponent for Hulk Hogan. He wasn't like an over-the-top character. He was just a tough guy. He sold out arenas all across the country, all across the world. And he kind of put his his health in the rearview mirror in order to make some money. And then he kind of, you know, paid the price for it later, but maybe an underappreciated, underrated guy for that kind of era because he was before, you know, he was kind of like in the very early days of the WWF, early days of the Wrestlemania. So he doesn't really like live on in like the big pay-per-views, but he is still, you know, one of the greats in WWF. And I think he should be recognized as that. Now, Dominic, I know this might not be your uh, your area of expertise. It's true but your thoughts on the passing of Paul Orndorff?
0: I do agree with everything you said, because he is a very underrated wrestler. Uh, I feel like people like me, you know, know the name. They don't know anything about him. They don't know that he was one of the greatest opponents of Hulk Hogan. He doesn't, they don't know that, you know, all the accomplishments and accolades that he's, uh, you know, uh, obtained in his career. So, uh, it's definitely sad because somebody of his talent and his abilities is pretty much gonna fade away. And, uh, you know, last time we saw him was the Hulk Hogan Appreciation Night. And that, uh, when, when he came out, I'll be honest with Party's you, he's over, Grandpa. Yeah. When he came out, I, when you know, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, whatever, I was looking, I'm like, that can't be Paul Orndorff. That can't be fucking him. And I was wrong. It was him. He looked nothing. He nothing like his old self. You know, Hulk Hogan has. Well, it's Hulk Hogan. He's kind of hard not to. You know, didn't recognize. But like, you know, even like uh, Lex Luther or Lex Luger. Is it Luger or Luther? It's Luger, right? Luther would be the Superman. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. Um, you know, he he may have lost all of his muscle, and he's, he's fucking in a wheelchair but he still looks like what he did back in the day at least like facial wise um you know uh, there's a lot of other wrestlers that you know are washed up old everything else but they still at least look somewhat similar he looked nothing like himself and it was just hard to see honestly but he will be missed rest in peace my friend
1: let's move on to NXT on USA Uh, We started off with Dakota Kai, and now the uh, friendless, all alone, Ember Moon. No more Shotzi. And Dakota Kai actually gets the dub in this one. Uh, Dominic, your thoughts on the match itself, and where does Ember Moon go now that she
0: doesn't have a tag team partner? She's going to fight for the women's title, and she's going to beat... Don't tell me her name. Raquel Gonzalez, and... She gonna she gonna be a two time champion. I don't know. I I think, but she's got to
1: get back in line because Lee is stepping up and she wants some of that ass,
0: and she ain't gonna get it. Um, honestly, I think Shotzi's gonna be one of those female Ember. wrestlers. Whatever, fuck, Ember. Sorry, she's just so. See, she, I was gonna say people are gonna forget about her. I already forgot about her because she's fucking nothing in NXT. She to go back to the main roster. Nah, no, you just got all you got Shotzi on your mind always. Well, I'm not. I'm definitely not looking at Jolty pictures right now. So happily diffusive. but no. I think Ember will. She she she'll kind of float around that mid card. Um, possibly she'll probably find another partner somewhere with somebody, and it's just gonna, you know, they they'll, they'll fade away and classify themselves as obsolete.
1: Obsolete. So you've already kind of hinted. Uh, Lee comes out and kind of says she wants some of that ass. And they set up the match, I believe, next week for the title. Kind of a weird pairing. Zaylee, very undersized as a heel. Raquel Gonzalez, I don't know what the hell she is supposed to be. I guess a heel, but uh, we're in the match. Should be fun. I don't know if I'd say fun, but it will be interesting to see what they do.
0: I mean, I honestly think Raquel's gonna win this match hands down. Zaylee's gonna put up a fight, but Raquel's just gonna fuck it. She's she she's a she's a big woman, and I don't mean big. I mean she she a tall bitch. Tall woman, whatever. Don't give a shit. Unrated. Uncensored book and wrestling podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Dump you drunk. Honestly, I've, I've had one. I, this is the first beer I've had in a long time and might be hitting me a little bit.
1: Then we get uh, several vignettes with Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. He is the butler to... L.A. Knight we get uh, you know a few different things he he cleans up a little bit gets a nice little little shave or at least a little trim on the beard and we get a bunch of different vignettes and ends up with L.A. Knight getting shoved or accidentally bumped into a pool so they're definitely going down the route that I thought they were going to where Cameron Grimes you know has some fun with it but at the end of the day it's going to really piss
0: off L.A. Knight and he's going to be the one suffering I really didn't want this to happen I knew it was I really didn't want to happen. I don't really want comedic. I mean, yes, I know this whole fucking thing was based is basically one big comedic thing, but I really want Cameron Grimes to 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 be a little more serious and show the world that he can, you know, kick some ass. This is pretty much what I just expected it to be.
1: It's not the, the highest of bar, but I. I do feel it's better than what AEW did with the Butler gimmick. Uh, Then we get Tyler Rust taking on Bobby Fish. Quick match. uh, Got a distraction finish. Love to see it. Uh, Bobby Fish, instead of paying attention to his opponent, he was just staring daggers or lovingly, longly, into Roderick Strong's eyes. Have you want to look at it? And uh, he gets beat up. And yeah, Rust gets the dub over Bobby Fish. So it looks like we're going and Kushida makes the save. So we're going to get a tag team match playa with Fish and Kushida against the Diamond The
0: Undertaker. Oh, sorry.
1: No. Thoughts, prayers, thoughts and prayers.
0: No, I'm I'm actually kind of excited for the tagged match. Honestly, Kushida and Fish strong and whoever the other guy is be fun.
1: Then we get Saray taking on Gigi Dolan. Uh, fk priscilla kelly and she uh, loses saray gets the win i don't even remember what match this is it's like her third or fourth match on nxt uh saray gets the win but uh midway slash at the end of the match we get mandy just standing there on the ramp for god knows why does are we getting saray
0: versus mandy sorry mandy in the Uh... upcoming future I don't know. I think we're gonna get a tag team out of it. I think Mandy is not really. Oh wait, Mandy. No, you need more. You know, it's just Mandy. Mandy. More airy. There you go. More airy and breathy. There you go. Okay. Um, I think uh, she she's not. I'm not saying she's not good at wrestling, but she's still not. I I don't think she can put on a five star classic. So. I think she she needs to be in a tag team still for a little bit. Maybe they win the tag team titles. Maybe they go on a little bit of a run. Maybe Mandy finally gets fucking her head big enough and she blows her off and wins the NXT championship. I don't know, but definitely a tag team. I don't think they're going one-on-one. It is
1: interesting why Mandy is on NXT because she was doing something with Natalia and Tamina. And then maybe now they're focusing more on Shotzi and Tegan over on SmackDown to do the thing with the uh, tag team champ. So, I mean, it's not the, the biggest move in terms of talent wise, getting Mandy over to NXT, but I, mean, we saw with her in the Sonya feud that if you get, get her like in a good storyline and get people to care, she's improved enough in the ring. Now is she, I mean, I would probably say she's better than like Carmela, like kind of that, you know, era of, you know, that kind of elk with the women's division. So, you know, obviously not the best with the uh, the women they got in NXT, but Carmel is way better than man. Anyways, in ring, both okay. Uh, then we get Santos. Don't call me Pablo Escobar. Taking on Dexter Loomis, uh, some more distractions and interference. and Pablo Escobar gets the win, and afterwards, uh, Indy Hartwell tries to uh, lift Loomis over to the you know tries to lift her, lift him and get him back to safety. But uh, she just isn't hitting the weights enough. And she uh, keels over and she tries to get a kiss, but poor, poor Candace Candace, the old cock block. And uh, we're once we're almost there to get it indexed, but it did not happen.
0: One day that dream will come true. And we're going to find out that they're both married to somebody else in real life. And it's all a fucking work. Damn.
1: Uh, Then we get the first round of the breakout tournament. We get uh, Duke Hudson. Big tall Australian fella. Taking on.
0: Uh, Ikeman. Jiro. Jiro. Gyro. Gyro. I don't know. This is why you do the reading. Because I would have just botched the whole thing. Uh, you
1: just say like four different names to so cover all, cover all your bases but yet the fifth one was actually the one that's the correct pronunciation but uh the big fella big lad duke hudson does get the win i was kind of hoping that uh giro could possibly pull this one out because he was one of the only guys who really intrigued me in terms of his look but uh, hudson gets the win we kind of speculated that you know a lot of the bigger guys a lot of there's gonna be a lot of big guys in this tournament and so the one small guy ends up getting kicked out in the first round
0: I veto me having to talk about this because I didn't know anything about it.
1: Anyways, then we move on to the uh, the NXT women's tag team scene. We get Casey Catanzaro and the very underrated Kaden Carter taking on Aaliyah and uh, Jesse Uh Casey and Kaden get the win here, and the big storyline is Aaliyah finally breaks up with Robert Stone, and she kicks him and walks out. So Aaliyah's getting like her tenth push in like her five-year career in NXT so maybe 10th times the charm if this is even a push and then uh, Frankie Monet comes to the aid of Robert Stone so I guess she's Robert Stone's getting an upgrade if he's gonna move on from Aaliyah to Frankie Monet
0: it's definitely a huge upgrade and I I heard Brandon and tell me if I'm wrong or the people are wrong but is it true they're trying to bring Aaliyah up to the main roster
1: i i it wouldn't shock me she's been with the company for such a long time you know she's a decent enough i mean she's an okay wrestler you know she has a good look and unfortunately like with what we've seen so far with the women's division it's almost like i hate to say it but it feels like we're going back in time to like the divas era we're getting mandy and Carmella we're more, and we're getting even Marie, you know, we're getting more of the, the pretty, the pretty swimsuit girl. models.
0: Yeah. not the wrestlers,
1: the pretty wrestlers,
0: wrestlers, wrestlers. Yeah. Anyways. I can see it. I could see it happening. Yeah.
1: Then in the main event, I uh, talked about it a little bit carrying cross defeats Johnny Gargano, uh, both heels in the matchup, but Gargano took the role of the undersized baby face like he used to be uh, puts him a valiant fight, but cross ends up getting the win. I really enjoy this match. I think this is where he fits the best being like a, you know, a bigger heel over, you know, a smaller undersized babyface that the fans care about. Now, Gargano might not be a baby face, but the fans care about him. So I think it worked out well.
0: You know, um I'm excited to see where they take this going forward. Uh, great match. Cool ending. But, you know, you know, this isn't over yet. So I'm more excited about what happens next week, week after going forward. Now that's what I'm more excited for.
1: Then let's move on over to AEW Dynamite. We don't talk about ratings all that often. We only talk about the important ones. And, by God, this was a big one. Uh, going head-to-head with the NBA Finals. AEW hit a 1.025 million. They also beat out raw in the key men, 18 to 35 demographic. So head to head with the NBA finals, topping a million beating out raw in the key demo. We talked about it last week that I felt, you know, something was swelling. The crowds were back. The atmosphere was great. Dominic, your reaction to the rating.
0: You know, I don't really care about, all that much um i will say the show though because i actually brandon you're gonna be surprised i actually did watch most of the show so you know give me some credit there but um it doesn't surprise me i think uh they uh they're kind of finding their stride and i think this is going to be a key first few few months back with fans and uh you know see how it really goes from here
1: AEW has been a fantastic show you know, pretty much their entire run. Yeah, there's been some hiccups every now and then, but they've really been doing some good work lately. And I think we're seeing that the crowds really did make a difference. Now we're going to have to wait and see a month from now, see where WWE is, see if they really get a jolt in viewership now that crowds are back, and then kind of assess from there. Because if AEW continues to grow, kind of hovers around a million, maybe gets up to one, 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 two, while WWE stays at where they are. Then we got a, a real conversation on our hands, right? Yeah. Because you can't blame on the crowds. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Uh, the opening match, we got an IWGP U.S. title match. John Moxley taking on Carl Machine Gun Anderson. Haven't seen Moxley since the double or nothing. Uh, he's bald. Boy, I mean, yeah. he's bald, but he's also like baldine because he had funny, a little yeah. bit of thing. But, You know, I feel you're paying my brother. Uh, John Moxley gets the dub, and they set up next week a Texas death match between him and Lance Archer. Enjoy the match with Anderson uh, should enjoy the match with Archer.
0: I thought the match was fine. I like, I'll, honestly, I kind of did like the fact that, um, you know, the outside people kind of were ocupado, So there wasn't any chance of some outside interference, um, but a uh, great match, great spine buster, by the way, Anderson's can hit a spine buster like nobody else. But um, I think it's a great their
1: name. It's in their blood
0: exactly all but the no. anderson's great uh great great match Moxley retains and next week with the death death match it should be a fun or not death match what is it a texas tornado what match i'm pretty sure it's a texas death match so exploding barbed wire again or you know like what what the fuck no there's just gonna be some cows and some nope. barbed wire or something all wrong cool all right cool but yeah great match
1: we get an unsanctioned, recognized championship match here. We got the FTW title being defended with Brian Cage defending against Ricky Starks and Ricky, who made his name in the Texas area. He is a bona fide heel, definitely a heel, but yet he was one of the most over people on the show. So I don't know if they uh, expected yeah. that or even I didn't realized understand
0: that. that. But, but yeah, you explained it. There you go, Dominic. Uh, but.
1: So yeah, Ricky starts gets a huge ovation. He's a local guy. I don't know if AEW realized that or even knew that, but uh, so it did kind of mess up the storyline itself as cage does get kicked out of team Taz, Ricky Starks, new FTW t- champion. Uh finish was a little stupid with, you know, Ricky and Hobbs kind of quote unquote fighting over the title, but then uh, Hobbs hits cage, yada, yada, yada. And Ricky starts gets the win big pop, even though we're supposed to hate him.
0: Yeah. Um, i know will hobbs is a barrier guy i'm sorry i don't really care for him especially wow. being involved in this match um don't really care for brian cage i i mean i'll be honest i watched the match i brian cage is a fucking freak he can he was crawling ricky starks and kissing his ass right he's a little freaky ass motherfucker but um it was all right we match. don't keep shame on-, on the podcast i know we don't but it was all right match but uh you know, it was is one of those matches where, like, I was kind of like, I don't really care because of the fact that, like you said, it's a fake title, and it's with a bunch of people. I don't really care for anyway. It's so not it's a like fake
1: a, title; it's an unrecognized title.
0: I don't recognize fake.
1: Uh, we get uh, Cody Rhodes getting all worked up in a hussy because he's uh, because
0: he's Tommy Ann's bitch.
1: Sorry, Malachi Black.
0: He goes by both,
1: botha. Uh, so yeah, we. Get Cody and Malachi talking to each other on the screen, yada yada, yada. Cody wearing a white suit, Malachi wearing a black suit. We get a big old brawl. And we are off for the races.
0: Yeah, buddy. I thought it was great. Uh one thing I don't like though, and correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I mean, give me your opinion at least. I, I don't like I, I, I don't like the uh the two weeks in a row, lights cut out, lights come back, he's in the ring. I kind of would like to see him come out you know to the ring, you know, kind of make that like you know walk to the ring i'm come I'm st- like just that dead stair walking and you know like that like that'd be kind of cool to see too, but you know that i mean it's not, it's not that I don't like it just it was like kind of like I don't want to keep seeing it well,
1: I do think the lights off lights on gimmick has been really overused in AEW just in general, so kind of making it his gimmick is going to be kind of overkill. But I do think he wants like his first entrance to be a big deal. So maybe that's why they're saving it. Well, like you know, seeing the full package.
0: Well, fuck me.
1: Yeah, daddy. Then we get probably the highlight of the show. Uh, Hangman Page comes out to talk with Tony Schiavone, uh, cuts a promo saying that he wants the AEW title. Kenny Omega comes out, starts flapping his jaws and says, you know, you don't want that, buddy. And then the Dark Order come out and we set up a 10-man tag between the elimination 10-man tags. That's very important. Between the Dark Order and Hangman Page against the Elite. And whoever, if Hangman wins, he gets the title shot. And if he loses, he doesn't. So I don't it wasn't exactly clear you you,
0: you left out that if
1: and the dark order gets attacked team paddle shot, yes. And if they lose, they don't, yeah. Yeah. So it it wasn't exactly clear. That was part, part was a little clunky on what the exact stipulation is on the elite's part. Is it kind of like Drew where he can't challenge forever or he can't challenge with is it just you know for a couple months? I don't know. And then also the fact it's elimination style. I would assume hangman's getting the win. So does that mean Hangman just pins everybody? Does some Dark Order members pin the Elite? Which I don't know if that's what you want unless you throw Brandon Cutler in there. But... Uh, oh, Brandon but- Cutler is his...
0: Yeah. What? Sorry, Damn. joking. Um, is Brandon Cutler the one that was injured? With the face mask? Who's the one that was... Isn't there one that was injured? I don't know. <sighs> Okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, they win day one but once again hangman just over like gangbusters and the elite getting booed out the building which is something i don't think i ever would have expected from an AEW crowd Eh. which just makes it that much better
0: i was booing right there with them i was
1: in solidarity brother which is fantastic i think this is by far the as we said with mr x's question the best thing AEW's ever done correct you're not wrong as hurricane helms once said then uh, we get christian cage and Matt Hardy, the two old men who got the senior circuit here in AEW. Uh, Cage gets the win over Matt Hardy. Match was solid for uh, what it was. We get uh, a run in, not a run in after, uh, during the match, but after the match. Uh, Jungle, I keep calling them like Jungle Express. Jurassic Express comes and makes a save. And Christian gets put on Luchasaurus's shoulders. Jungle Boy giving a little weird look. You know, don't know where that's exactly heading. But uh,
0: yeah, your thoughts on the senior circuit, Dominic? This is where I turned off AEW. This is where they killed it for me. It should have been the first match. Got it out of the way because it was fucking god-awful. I love Matt. I love Christian. They need to stop wrestling and just coach. Damn, out here.
1: Just burying the product. Then uh, Miro... He comes out, or he doesn't come out, but this is a a backstage promo. And uh, he cuts a a promo and talks about, you know, he's God's favorite wrestler. And I'll be honest, I'm pulling a Dominic here because I was kind of half doing my work and also watching the show at the same time. So I was listening to it and not watching it. Apparently pulled out a new title, which I saw on Twitter later, but I thought that was some sort of like fan custom. But no, it's actually the real TNT title, Dominic, all nice and white and angelic.
0: I can dig it. I saw it. Looks kind of cool. We
1: get a Brett Baker promo. Very similar, not uh, no. very similar in the, what she's talking about. Talks about uh, Nyla Rose, yada yada yada, building the match, and yeah, yeah. Then in the main event, we get Darby Allen taking on Ethan Page in a coffin match. They go what, like fifteen minutes, maybe almost twenty minutes, and Darby gets the win. Hardcore, not like bloody. Maybe they just I mean, hard hitting. Yes. Thank you, Dominic. Hard hitting, and so uh, very uh, you know good stuff from both these guys. They they've wrestled this type of match all the time, and I thought it was good. I, you know, it also is a uh, a notch on Darby that he's a star. People like to see him. He was the main event in this big sh- in
0: this big rating show. Any thoughts on you know Darby's effect on I the yeah, ratings? I actually. Real quick, I, I honestly got scared. I thought he was going to lose the match when they opened up the coffin and Scorpio Sky was in there. And I was just like, oh, fuck, it's over. He got fucking screwed. But Darby fought back and won the match. And I was kind of, you know, caught off guard and was very happy. Um, his effect on the ratings. I don't think he had an effect on the ratings. I think being that it was a good show from start to finish made people want to stay and watch. And then watching him, they want to see more Darby. Dar- Dabba Darby, Yabba-dabba, Darby Allen. Yabba dabba do, dabba. Darby Allen coffin match, coffin drop, cough drop, raindrop, drop top, drop top. Great What does Dar- Darby do from here? Sting main appearance. He's they're still buddies. I don't want to jump the gun and put him in the world title because I don't think he. I don't think he ever will. He just does. Uh, he's. I, I'm not trying to sound mean. He's just really scrawny. So I don't see him being a world title. I do see him being a TNT. I do see him um
1: Malachi Black kills Cody in a couple of weeks. He gets run off to go do his reality show when we get Darby versus Malachi.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Once again,
1: you should be a booker. I don't think that's logical. I think you probably should play it out with Cody, but you know, I just want to I'm being selfish and I want to say Cody will
0: come back eventually, but you know, that would be fun. Give me
1: what I want. Okay. Uh, there is a WWE show this weekend. We got Money in the Bank. It's on uh, someone's. I mean, I think people say it's like a big, like kind of a big day or something going on Sunday. I don't know. But uh, uh, Money in the Bank. I guess we can just kind of run through it real quick. Uh, tag team championship match on Raw. AJ and Almos taking on the Viking War Raider experience. Dominic, uh, no chance in hell we get a tag title change, right?
0: Nope. It's happening. Viking War Raiders finally get what they deserve.
1: We get uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Raw Women's Championship. It uh, ah. could, could go either way. This is not the best feud here in the world. It comes,
0: it's a draw.
1: Okay, a draw. There we go. We got a uh, Matty O hitting more doubles. If only they get a home run because they're losing, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, we get the, well, I guess I'll ask you this. Dominic, uh, what's the main event? Is it a Money in the Bank match or is it the uh, a singles
0: men's title match? It's the SmackDown Money in the Bank. Oh, Smack? Well, there's no SmackDown Money in the Bank. It's Women in the Men. Oh, I forgot about that. So the men's Money in the Bank.
1: Okay. Uh, so we'll go with the women's Money in the Bank. We got uh, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, <clears throat> uh, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and someone who was to be determined later who I picked on the bullet house because I thought it was going to be somewhat of a big deal. It ended up being Tamina. Please yeah. Dominic, tell me it's not going to be Tamina by the end of the, by you know, the start of the show or by the start of the match. Tell me it's going to be Becky
0: Lynch. I hope it's Becky. Cause that was when I, when I saw that I was just like, that is Well, granted she is one of the bigger kind of girls, you know, maybe they can, you know, she's there to more of like and the, a, support. and the Bailey
1: injury fucked everything up. So,
0: and Nia Jax is like threatening to leave and being a little bitch. So, you know, I am, it, it might be Tamina, honestly, it might be Tamina.
1: To mean it with the dub? Uh,
0: I wouldn't hate it. Me neither. I, think, I mean underrated. I don't, I don't know if I go that far.
1: <laughs> but you know. Uh, then we get the men or we get the WWE championship match. We've already talked about it pretty much. Uh, Lashley and Kofi. Lashley is winning. Do we see any sort of setup for SummerSlam or return? Maybe.
0: I I I think this is probably where you get to figure out who Lashley faces at Slams of Summers.
1: Then the Universal Championship match, we get Roman Reigns and Edge. I think this is going to be my pick for the main event because Roman always has to be the main event. And I'm going to go with Reigns for the win. Maybe we get Seth Rollins involved some which way because that's where they're leaning towards for Edge's opponent at uh, SummerSlam. Maybe Seth Seth has the title or
0: the men in the bank
1: by that point. Who knows? Uh, Your thoughts on this match.
0: I'll give it to Roman because I think Edge. I don't think I, I don't think we'll see Edge win a title, maybe a tag title, but I don't think he'll win a major title a major title anymore. Um. So I'll go I'll go Roman and outside interference no. I think it's going to be a clean win. Well, maybe Usos get involved, but I think it'll be a clean win.
1: On the pre-show, we have the Usos taking on the Mysterios title match for SmackDown. Jimmy's still involved, even though, you know, it got popped with the DUI. Is this just a way to kind of forward storylines and just, you know, get that match out of the way and have the Mysterios win? Or are they actually going to put the titles on the Usos?
0: I think I think they're just getting out of the way. So the Ray the Mysterios, the Mysterios can focus on other things.
1: Uh, so in Dominic's main event, it is the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke, and Seth Rollins. Uh, a lot of big names on the show. A lot of former, or I don't saying say former, but, you know, we got Seth Rollins uh, in there. I, I think it's really hard to kind of imagine a lot of these guys actually being champion or being Money in the Bank. especially. So then you're Morrison. saying it's
0: safe to say it's going to be Big E because we've been for the longest time been talking about, you know, the, you know, he deserves it. He's been, he, he's a great worker, great entertainer, great wrestler, great, everything. Um, You know, he, he deserves it. So it's easy to say biggie wins, right? And it'd be easy to say the biggie wins, but I think also
1: riddle someone who they've had some fun with. I don't know if they exactly want to pull the trigger on him, you know, being champion by any means, but he's been getting a lot of TV time. I can see them going that way as well. And he's also over at the crowd.
0: Because he was so high on Raw, right?
1: Yep, he's really high up, bro. Okay. All right, that'll do it for us for today. Thank y'all very much. We got a lot of stuff we got in on the show. Uh, Damn near two hours. Just love to see it. Because somebody can shut the fuck up. Well, I I mean, I guess it's actually less than that because someone we paused for a little bit because someone did to go boo-boo.
0: Hey, I I could have been there for an hour. I was there for like three, four minutes. So shut the fuck up. Thank you, Dominic. Congratulations. You wipe
1: your own ass. You're a big boy. Thank you. Uh, If you'd like to be like Dominic and be a big boy and wipe your own ass, uh, please email us or slide into the DMs. Curveball and cs at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Curveballs and CS. We got a link tree in the description of the podcast. You can click it there and it'll take you to all the necessary places. Uh, We're on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, OnlyFans, Pornhub, TikTok, uh, Starbucks, YouTube. You know, some of those things are real. Maybe all those things are real. I don't know. Just uh, check it out. So uh, thank you all very much, Dominic. Any lasting words for the people? I love you all. Love you more. Not possible. Yes, possible. Okay, bye. Goodbye and good night. (laughs) Bye-bye.